thank you for listening to the official podcast of White Oak Pentecostal Holiness Church, where we cultivate true worshipers in Wilson, North Carolina. For more information on White Oak, visit whiteoakphc.com. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5, do you have it? Amen. And I am going to go down to... Verse 14, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14. Hey, Dan. Amen. For the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge that if one died for all then we're all dead and that he died for all that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves but unto him which died for them and rose again Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Is that the way your Bible reads? Okay. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man and other translations say anyone, be in Christ. He is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, look now, all things are become new. And all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, who would believe that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them and have committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. Is that what your Bible says? As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. For he have made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be that we might be made the righteousness of God in him heavenly father we come now in the precious name of your son the christ who was made sin for us that we might be the righteousness in him we thank you that you've allowed this opportunity for your Holy Spirit, God, to have rule and super rule. 
This servant submits now that your will will be done in the midst of your people. It is in Christ's name I do pray and count it done. And the church says, Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. This passage of scripture has been weighing heavily on my heart for some days now. And when your spirit is grieved, when the Holy Spirit is not allowed to work freely, when people take what you are trying to say or do and, 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 and create, try to create confusion or misunderstanding, it grieves the Holy Spirit. Those of us who are in Christ, amen, we are called peacemakers. God is not the author of confusion. But I tell you, God does require you to speak truth. And if you can do nothing else in the midst of a situation, you give a word of truth. Amen? James says to submit yourself unto God. Submit yourself unto the Lord. Resist the devil and he shall what? Flee from you. Amen. And I believe that is so. Why is it? That we have to understand who we are in Christ. Why do I have to understand that I am not the old Sherry? I'm a new creation. And the thing I have to understand also is that I cannot do this in myself. Habits are hard to break. Come on, somebody. This past week, praise God, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, my son and I traveled to Greensboro. And every year, the Association of County Commissioners meets somewhere around the state. And they have what's called ethics training, where they go in and they begin to teach you about the laws and things like that and, and make sure you understand that you're responsible to the people, you're accountable. And what we're supposed to be doing, all that stuff about the handling, all of that. And the other sections, praise God, are about things we should know as representatives of county government. Everyone understands there's an opioid crisis, okay? And the drugs industry is not what it used to be. We've never heard the likes of so many young people, people who are just losing their life. Greensboro talked about having at least a thousand people that they're having to go in and, and may lose their life. But this I didn't know. The addiction to the drugs today, because of the mixture, folks just you know, out there mixing stuff, you know, fentanyl and all that stuff like that. And, and they talked about the one that can be mixed in there that they use to take down an elephant. Uh, how, depending, you know, people can, 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 can get, even the touching of some of it, amen, can literally take you out. Well, this is what I didn't know. The addiction to the opioids can become so strong 
that even when a person goes in detox, didn't realize that, and they can go into detox for a couple of weeks, that won't do it. They can go into detox for a couple of months, that wouldn't do it. But the woman and man stand, said, stood and says, it would take at least a year and a half, 18 months to two years. And then the nature of a relapse is always there. And they said that when, and this man stood and gave the testimony of his young daughter, who he said was an A student who was just going through, had gone through detox, thought everything was good, went back to college, 24 years old, said, I met some new friends. But this particular young lady, you know, was, was one that would, she was just so touchy-feely. And, and, and everything, you know, she, she, it wouldn't take her much. She would get depressed over little things. She cared. She, she had a very caring heart. So when she thought she met these new friends, you know, she had gotten rid of the old friends. And she met these new friends on campus, and she sent her dad to know, Dad, I met some new friends, and, oh, you know, everything's just wonderful. I'm going to be all right. He said, I still got the text. And then he went on to say that he gets a knock on the door. And those new friends had told her, let's go out and celebrate. And she thought she could handle it. And they said that when you've gone through, gone through that detoxing and you step back into that addiction, the likelihood of you losing your life is almost twice or three times greater. It can happen just like that. And those new friends didn't realize what was going on and didn't call 911 and his 24-year-old daughter went to be with the Lord. Habits are hard to break. They're difficult. That's why we have to realize that when we submit ourselves to Christ, we become a new creation. But I want you to know the consequences and the scars are still there. But you got some help. But let me just bring it on home. Because RJ may not be using drugs. Better not be. You told him the same thing. Okay. Amen. Ebony. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't, we don't, we don't play with opioids. Amen. Hallelujah. You know that even that prescription drug. We don't play like that. Amen. And we heed to what they're telling us if we have those things in our medicine cabinet. Can I just go there? Amen? Amen. We heed to those things. Amen. But there are some things, amen, that we can be doing in the flesh that we're trying to stop. Amen. And we're finding it most difficult <laughs> in order to submit to the Lord. We've got to do this every day. Amen. Our walk with the Lord has to be a daily walk. Amen. Hallelujah. We got to mean it from our heart. Amen. Praise God. Because God can take that security blanket. Come on, somebody. Amen. And I, there you are out there naked and what you were depending on. That was my husband. Amen. Hallelujah. What, what, what you were hiding behind, amen, is no longer there. But he says, I 
am your, I'm your sword, I'm your shield, I am your present help, I am everything you need. Habits are hard to break. You won't be able to break it on your own. Let somebody treat you wrong. That stuff will rise up, won't it? You shouldn't have been treated that way. Let somebody talk about you or say, put something out there on Facebook. Let somebody say something. You feel like you got to what? Respond. But we are that new creation in Christ Jesus. And there comes a point in our walk with the Lord where we know I have been changed. You remember that song? I know I've been changed. I know I've been changed. Oh, I know I've been changed. The angels in heaven done. Sign my name. I'm going to leave it right there. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I know I've been changed. I know I don't do what I used to do. I know I don't go where I used to go. Amen. And that little lying tongue, come on somebody. Amen. That little tongue that would, you know, what, what do you call it? Embellish. Amen. Say a little more than what you should say. Come on, somebody. Don't tell the whole truth. Have truth. Praise God. Amen. Let me just bring it on home. My walk with Christ is going to prove what it is. The Bible speaks, amen, of, a, of, a, of an apostle by the name of Paul. Amen. And Paul was a man, amen, who, who, who thought, amen, praise God, that he had it all together. Amen. This servant, amen, praise God, was a Pharisee. He knew the law. He knew, praise God, amen, that his mission was to go out and persecute those who were in the way. Some of us wouldn't be guilty of that today. Amen. And while Paul one day was on his way to carry out his duties, he met Christ. Isn't that just like the Lord? While we're going, amen, praise God, amen, and, and there's a change of plan. And the scripture says, praise God, that he was not going alone. But on that route to meet, praise God, to take out his duties, praise God, he met the Lord. And sometimes we have to literally be knocked to the ground. Sometimes we are on our bed of affliction. Sometimes it takes something we have got ourselves into and we realize I can't get out of this unless God helps me. But while he saw that light that was shining and it threw him off his beast and he said, who art thou, Lord? He asked him, why, why are you? against me why do you hate me so do you realize who you are trying who you're coming up against amen so don't worry about what the enemy is saying 
When you're deciding to walk and live for Christ because you know who you are and you have been changed, continue to do it. God is going to fight your battle for you. Amen. Hallelujah. All he wants you to do is to walk upright and speak the truth in your heart. Amen. Paul laid on that ground, blinded by the light, had to have somebody to help him to get up. And they carried him to a place, amen, on Straight Street. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. And he went in that house and he was there three days without his sight. Hallelujah. And it took our God speaking to another man. That's why you got to be ready. That's why you have to be the ambassador. That's why you have to know the voice of God. It took the Lord speaking to someone else who knew his voice to go to this man, amen, who had a purpose in him, amen, and lay his hands on him. Pray the prayer of faith that he would receive the Holy Spirit. an ambassador amen you're not supposed to be sitting around here acting like you have no purpose God needs you to carry he needs you on the campus you don't need everybody back in Wilson he wants to use you Rashawn he needs you hallelujah he needs you out there in the work and ministry that you're doing Dwayne he needs you Deacon Carter, he needs you where we are. Hallelujah. After Ananias obeyed God, laid his hand on Paul, Paul received the Holy Ghost. And he didn't get up and go run. You know what he did? He got somewhere and learned of him. Three years, he stayed with those who could teach him something. What did Christ tell him? Tell the fishermen. He said, come and what? Follow me. And I will what? Make you. Fishers of men. In other words, you're going to become my ambassadors. I need you. This is the ministry of God's people. It is not about your plan, but it is about his plan. And we understand and praise God, we're part of that fulfillment of his plan. But we got to get up every day. And we've got to submit our will to him. Oh, hard things. Old things are hard to break if we're still trying to hold on to it. I showed you how I went in one Sunday, got my husband's robe, and put it on. And when I got, got ready to put that thing on, he said, why are you putting on that? I'm making you new. You can't walk in your husband's footsteps. Come on, somebody. 
You're going to have to walk where I tell you to walk. You're going to have to do as I tell you to do. Amen. Amen. It ain't over until God says it's over. You're in, the, you're in that making process. And there comes a point, praise God, where you ought to get off this milk. Come on, somebody. Amen. Now, we know there was a time we could be in church a long time. Amen. But we're going to get this mission thing straight. Come on, somebody. Amen. We're going to be about the Father's what? Business of making disciples. Followers of who? Christ. Hallelujah. Paul became a follower of Christ. And he says, little children now be imitators of God. Amen. That means I'm supposed to imitate his love. I'm supposed to imitate his, his kindness. I'm supposed to imitate his forgiveness. I'm supposed to be walking like my daddy. We understand this in the natural. Come here, Andrew. Come right up that aisle. You ain't got to have your shoes on. Come on. Now, Andrew is the grandson of my husband. I want you to look at how he's walking. Amen. I just gave you a great big hood, didn't I, when I came in? Because every time I look on you, I see grand, your, your grandpa. Every time I embrace you, I see a part of him. Now, he's going to be looking like the seed he came from. Come on, somebody. We understand that in the natural. We also have to understand that we have been born again. Go on, baby. Go down the aisle right there. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Just like he's walking like his granddaddy. Amen. Hallelujah. We're supposed to be walking like our father. And Christ has come to show us exactly what that looks like. If you want to know what the father looks like, if you want to know the love of the father, you have to know and receive the son. Come on now. Amen. We're not going to be out here like we have not been taught this thing. But he says that you are a new creation in me. And don't worry about what you used to do. I have forgiven you. Whatever you did yesterday, I've forgiven you. Whatever you've done last night, he says, I have, don't hope. Therefore, there is no more condemnation. Why? Because I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. And you no longer know me after the what? Flesh. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I what? Live yet not I, but what? Christ lives in me. So when I don't see you, 
a long time, praise God. You don't have to ask for forgiveness. All I'm doing is praying that you are holding on. Hallelujah, praise God. And you're still loving. You're still walking, praise God. And I'm praying because the Spirit of God. What did Christ just say? He says, I do what my Father does. We've got to be doing what our Father does. Amen. I want to please Him. Amen. I don't know about you. Amen. But the old folks used to say, I mean, I mean heaven all the way. And you're not going to get me upset to where I'm going to step off and roll up my sleeve and talk about a rock on my shoulder. Come on, somebody. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen. I know how to get on my sore knees. Come on, somebody. And talk to the Lord about it. Amen. Before I let disagreement come between us, praise God, amen, as, as who was it, Isaac said, you can have this. I'll just go down a little further. Come on, somebody. Amen. Because we're no more I. It is no more I, but it's Christ in me. And he is that hope of glory. My God. I know I've been changed. Turn to Revelation. Almost finished. Revelation 21 and 5. Revelation 21 and 5. The book of Revelation records the conversation. Amen. Between the apostle John and Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And John was out on the Alma of Patmos. Thanking praise God. Amen. That it was over. And he was lifted up in the spirit. Amen. Do you have it? Revelation 21 and 5. Amen. To God be the glory. I, you know, let me just start at the beginning of 21 and read down to 5 in your hearing. Amen. Now stay with me now because this is the word. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will deliver, he will, excuse me, he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Verse 4, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, 
And there should be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Verse 5, I'll lift up. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and what? Amen. Are you holding on to the truth? Come on. Are you holding on to the truth? Amen. So when you hear facts, amen, the world will tell you all of the facts. You've got to go to the truth of God's word and hold on to that. John says, for he was told to write because these words are true and they are faithful. Faith is the substance of things what? Hope for and the evidence of things what? Not seen. So stuff you can't see and that you're hoping for, amen, I want you to saturate that with the word of God. Saturate that with the word of God. Because what begins to form is spiritual. First. That's the only part of us, amen, that is going to be with the Lord. We are spirit beings. Amen. You are a spirit being. Amen. You have a soul that's in a body, amen. The body is going to go back to where it is. Amen. But that soul, that spirit, amen, that's what the enemy is after. That's what he's fighting for. He don't care what you do to this Adam. I shoot it up with drugs, whatever. He don't care. He wants to cut you off. But you've got to decide for Christ I live and for Christ I'll die. Amen. And you have to take a stand, put a sign up like Mother, like Vandal's Bonds, but me and my house. <laughs> We're going to serve the Lord. In and everything can't come in nor what? Go out. Amen. And you have to be real careful. Very careful. I enjoy being with my children. And I love them. And the whole time that I taught school, amen, I, I, I certainly could have, teaching school can be very stressful. It can be, CC. <laughs> but I want, you to, I want you to have that experience. And this is what I was afraid of. I was afraid that if I came in and had that first beer to relax, that I might have the second one or the third one. Now, this is me. Can I just be real? I was afraid. And they tell me that wine is good, especially wine, red wine. Everybody need a little red wine. 
Come on, somebody. Hey, y'all looking like, I, I'm just being real. You know, it, real things is what you want to talk about. Amen? And I don't put folks down. I don't say you can't make it to heaven, praise God, because I'm not the judge. It's how you choose it. You might be the one that reaches that one. You might be that ambassador. I don't have any problem with it. When we went to Italy, praise God, and sat down with our son, first thing they asked Quentin, you're not going to have any wine? He's a grown man. He can have wine if he wants to. Amen. But for me, can I talk about me? It's not that I'm any whole, but, but I felt like it's so easy, praise God, to take the one. And the one can lead to the what? The, the two. And for me, I might have had to go and find some Jack Daniels. I don't know. I just got to be real. Amen. But I, I love them. And whatever you're doing, praise God. Amen. Now, they enjoy a little wine. I don't have a problem with that. You might go in there and scratch a little number off. Come on, somebody. Every time you go up there and get some gas, you going in there and you wishing, and you know, amen. That might be you. I don't know. Up there wishing. There, you know, you spent one dollar. $2 next and give me $20 worth. I mean, it just don't take much. Come on, somebody. It does not take much for that thing to become a habit and get in the way. Come on, somebody. So therefore, amen, my prayer every morning is, Father, I submit myself to you it is no more I but it's you Lord in me I can't do this in myself we have to realize that we're weak come on somebody amen but we have been made new and you have to speak that thank you for making me a new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you think I'm going to stop going out to eat dinner? No, I'm not. Amen. And I got to be so I can hear him. Come on, somebody. Amen. And I want to be able to hear him when he what speaks. I want to know his voice. So that when he wants to use me as that ambassador, I'm ready. Created to be new, a new creation in Christ Jesus. The subject was the impossible made possible by the Holy Spirit. The you can't change yourself. But the Holy Spirit is making us day by day into the image of his son. And we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who what? 
strengthens me. Amen. To God be the glory. So I understand that all these football games, college football games now, you can go there and, you know, you don't have to tailgate. Praise God. There's going to be a lot of things there. Amen. Hallelujah. But we have to remember who we are in Christ. Amen. Remember, this body belongs to the Lord. Amen. And when we put those things in it that he says, it'll heal itself. To God be the glory. Amen. I hope I've said something on today that has touched your heart and will hopefully minister to you on this week. I want to read something. Um, my church family, on, as we move forward this semester, uh, we're going to be looking at this process of discipleship. So I want you to read my first response. I'm going to read it to you. I want you to listen. Amen? And I'm wrapping it up. I have heard from the pulpit many times that salvation is free. But discipleship will cost everything. Being a disciple means surrendering all that one has to Christ. It is his will for my life. No more I, but Christ in me. Matthew records the invitation of Jesus to his early followers. He said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishermen of men. The fishermen immediately left their worldly possessions and followed Jesus to learn his ways and teachings. After clarifying the call to follow Jesus, the Holy Spirit begins to work, or the work of making the disciple, as he continues in God's word. John 8, 31 through 32 says, if you continue in my word, you are my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The perfect love of Christ is what casts out fear so that disciples become committed to him. They love God, their neighbors, and the fellowship of all believers. Because the spirit is doing the work, the disciples produce the fruit that glorifies God. And that is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The desire to please the Father becomes the mission of his followers of Christ. And we're with him as he seeks to save the lost. There are three things that discipleship shows. The process. And that is Disciples are sacrificial, they're relational, and there is a transformation. After salvation, this person examines the cost of following Christ. Jesus asks, who's my mother? 
who's my father, who's my sister, or who's my brother. It is those who choose to follow the will of the father. When you're a disciple, you're about building relations. That's why I said that about Mother Hines. You notice she had several who were friends. Amen. You're building relations. That's part of that ambassadorship. And you're able to build it because you are provoked by the love of Christ. And you have that compassion. And you want to have that encouraging environment. But he says to assemble yourselves. Therefore, the local church is the focal point for this relational community and service. Lastly, as a disciple grows spiritually, he or she is conformed to the image of Christ in mind and action. Philippians 2.5 says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. We are that new creation in Christ Jesus. He says, be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye what? Transformed by the renewing of your what? Mind. That means we're becoming Christ-like in word, thought, attitude, and action. We're just not followers only. We are hearers and doers of the word of God. Discipleship is a process. It is a daily walk with Christ. Paul encouraged all to follow him as he followed Christ. And I finish this by saying, in turn, as I walk with Christ, may I heed the same advice. That was my first paper. I want us, this ministry, You've got to stand to be, can you stand to be different? Mm -hmm. Can you stand not to be the status quo? Will you follow your pastor as your pastor follows Christ? Amen. Will you devote some time to reading of God's word? Amen. Will you spend some time in prayer? Amen. Will you pray one for another? Amen. Will you check on your neighbor, your brothers and sisters? Amen. And pray, amen, that I am hearing the voice of God. Amen. He's not going to tell us anything bad or evil to do. And when you feel like you have been misused or wrong, don't, don't get mad. Don't get mad. Amen. But be glad. Amen. Remember now, when, when those early disciples went out there and they gave the word and folks started talking to them, they went back and said, oh, my God, hallelujah. Amen. Folks ain't got anything to get upset about you about because you're just walking right along. You don't want to create any. Amen. But speak truth. Amen. And God will open that door. Why? That he will get the glory through your life. Amen. 
I want to be more like Christ. Some folks want to be like Mike. I want to be like Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I love you, White Oak. Love you too, Velma. Amen to God. My brother, what should tell me your first name again? Yes, you. Richard. I love you, Richard. Amen. I love you too. Amen. That first name again? Brittany. Amen. I love all of you who are visiting with us today. Amen. Praise God. And you didn't think it robbery to come and be in fellowship with this, these believers here. Amen. I want you to know there's only one church. We don't fight against denomination. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's only one church. Amen. And our big brother is the firstborn of that church. And he sold him. Amen. He was the seed that was sown. Amen. That he would have a family. Come on, somebody. That we'll be part of that. And we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Come on, somebody. Amen. And what he's promised him, the promise is unto us. So you ought not want nobody in your household to die and go to hell. Come on, somebody. You've got to share this love, this gospel. Those are the ones you know. I don't want you to die and go to hell. Amen. I don't want you to miss heaven. And for God's sake, if you hear my home going, don't worry about me. Come on, somebody. I know I've been changed. I know I've been Angels in heaven sign my name. Oh, I know I've been changed. I know I've been changed.
and the water was cold. The angels in heaven done sign. Oh, it cheered my body, but it did not my soul. The angels in heaven done sign. redemption took my, my, my black soul and dipped it in red blood and I came out as white, as white, as white, as white as snow. Once again, all of us here at White Oak, thank you for listening. God bless. Thank you.